All right, welcome into another episode of the Greatest People You Never Met podcast. Joining me today, one of my great friends, Mr. Bart Clayton, back again for his second appearance on the pod. Bardo, what's happening, brother? How are we doing? Not, nothing. It's been, it's been a little bit. I think, what was it, episode 16? What are we on now? A what lot. Uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, this, yeah. this one, I think, let me see. I can tell you real quick. I think is going to be like, 76 it might be hey, you know 60 episodes in between that's fine that's fine a lot of 77 this will be episode 77 it's a lot of good good listenings with uh ben and all his close buddies and some you don't even know that's but, right uh, uh some of some of my favorite ones have been people you haven't known so that's that's been good which one which one of people i haven't known have you enjoyed the most i really enjoyed the the price is right guy i really yeah. did yeah. Like, I, that was one of the ones where I was like, Carrie, shh, I'm listening to this. <laughs> so, did you watch that documentary? I never did. I never, I never pulled it. Yeah. Old Ted. I'd like to reach out, see what he's up to. Um, you know, kind of was everything I thought it would be. You know, I, I here's the deal. I think everybody listening to this pod knows, knows me. If they're listening to this because of you, they know you. So this will come as no surprise. When the guy told me, or when I saw the thing, and he like memorized all the prices to all the yeah. prices. I kind of knew the kind of guy I was going to talk to. Right. right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and then but, was. I had, a, I was trying to get him to turn his damn camera on. Cause for the first five minutes, I was like, just talking to the wall. I don't know. Yeah. So the crazy thing about that is, you know, I'm always in on lessons. There's always a lesson in everything, but the yeah. guy proves that if you work at, anything literally the human, the human brain is unbelievably good at what it does yeah no it's so it's it's so we're starting a sophomore kicker tomorrow night and this morning oh, i walked through he was pooping his pants and it was yeah. seven o'clock in the morning and i was like hey for the next 36 hours quinn nichols got to tell himself he's the man dude yeah he's got to just continue to tell himself i'm the dude there's a reason you're starting Huge game, but there's a reason you're starting. And I bet I bet tomorrow it'll kick well because he's like, Yeah, I can do that. And so I mean, it's just crazy. You're right. The human brain is wild. It's it's the same with the sixth graders we're coaching out. The kids catch every single pass when we're messing around, then all of a sudden you get one thrown your way in a game or maybe right. even a bright spot where you never get the ball past you, and all of a sudden you got alligator arms, you can't seem to find the football. It's like don't think so much. Let your right. brain just do what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Play relax. Right. Uh, that is one thing. Uh, as we started this journey here, uh, Bardo was like, what are we going to talk about? And I said, anything and everything. Uh, so here's one. Of course thing. we went on football. <laughs> yeah. Who, how, how is coaching? How's coaching Huddy? You know, um, Hudson, it's tackle now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It so, was I mean, tackle that's, in fourth grade. Right. And, uh, tackle in fifth grade, tackle sixth grade, and then they go on to to big football. I mean, that's when, you know, I think seventh grade in, in most sports, I think in Fairmont and most of the country, I think that's where you, you kind of start your A's and B's and get, hey, if you don't get better, you don't play, you know. Right. So, so it's it's a big year. Um, our sixth graders are fantastic. They they've been fantastic forever, uh, but uh, you know, it's it's been big. He's still not, you know, there's. We used to, when we used to coach, 
And Grenada, sometimes in the pregame, we'd say things like, now it's time to transform, trying to, trying to turn into that that mean guy that gets on the field that, that right. kind of runs the place. Sometimes some different color words were used. But different, you know, you, you nice guy off the field, nice guy to your teammates. But when you get on that gridiron between the whistles, you got to be the toughest guy out there. And, uh, you know, in sixth grade, a lot of them kids aren't there yet. No. <laughs> some of them, Some of them are. And so uh, Hudson, Hudson it, it's amazing how, how hard he, he works at soccer. You can tell that's his love. He loves soccer and he is that guy. He transforms into something. It's like, where is that kid when it comes to football? And he's just, it's not there yet, but right. he loves playing wide receiver. He does a great job. You know, if you ever wanted a blocking wide receiver, he does Got the job. Yeah, yeah, he does the job, but uh, he's, you know, wide receivers aren't used a whole lot until you get to high school. Right. Yeah. Nobody's really slinging the rock around in sixth grade football. But he'll get to make that big choice of whether he plays soccer or football or cross country. And I'm I'm pretty sure everybody in their dog knows Hudson's going to play soccer. He's pretty darn good at it and loves it. So that's cool. I mean, I do appreciate that y'all never forced anything down his throat. And he also they do everything. Um, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I I did see like Carrie snap like one day I feel like. Huds had a cross country meet and maybe a football game or football practice at least on the same. That was day. tonight. That was yeah. today too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cross crazy. country at four, and then at five thirty, you're practicing football, and somehow you try to get home and get your homework and supper done, and then go to sleep and do it all again the next day. That's so crazy. What do they do for? I mean, because that's not even junior high. I mean, sixth grade cross country. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the first year that they're they're calling it junior cross country. And I think it goes fourth through eighth question mark. And they're not going other places, right? Are they just running here or Uh, we did have a meet that was supposed to be out of town, but it it got canceled or something. I basically get the remind chat and I show up. Yeah, I try to anyway. But they've ran like before the varsity or high school runs they'll run a race before and it's usually i think the first one was a half mile maybe the first one was a quarter mile last one was a half mile and gotcha. i think they did something like time trials today so they're they're, they're kind of showing them all the things that they'll run into if this is for them it's it's a it's a good program letting them try it out yeah no for sure i think that's important just have fun right go do stuff uh yeah. did he go run <laughs> yeah i mean Pay to run, right? Remember, we always yes. used to yell that at people. But yeah, um, did he? I Corey ran. It was big runner, right? Yeah, yeah. His uncle was a huge cross country guy, and I don't, I don't remember how he was pretty good in his high school years. He he ended up being six seven. I mean, you got that right. long stride, you just kind of take off. But I, yeah. I don't think he was that quite that tall when he graduated high school. But he was really good out in South Dakota. I we went and watched him at state in pier one year that was his senior year so uh, every time hudson runs a race Corey wants to know his time and how you do it and how are you improving so he's coaching from afar from Mankato. that's cool yeah that's <laughs> cool uh is that why huts wanted to do it or what did he just like i'm fast i want to see how, how i run he he, uh, he always has liked to run so when yeah. they they had it he's like sure i'll do it and he's he's still pretty um small uh short wise you know, height wise for his, his grade, but as he shoots up, he's got a nice stride already. Just the kids that are a little taller than him, they really stride out and he's, he's all right. He's usually in the top four. That's just good enough. That's it's just for fun at this point. Right. Carsey doing, uh, 
just flag then, obviously. Yeah, and this is first year of flag football, and I got to tell you that. So that has been some of the best times ever. Really? Like, yeah, I re- I mean, so when Hudson, being the oldest, you know, he did flag football immediately. Like we had to go to the to the Super Bowl the first year. You know, I'm all in everything, and and now with Carson being my second child and starting, it's kind of like just relax. Just have fun. Yeah. Go, go teach the kids what you can teach them. Have fun. So in Kiwanis, this is Carson's first year playing baseball. That's not T-ball. I don't know if that's called baseball. Uh, That would be, yeah. We just called it Kiwanis, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're playing, we're playing Kiwanis this year and man, our team was absolutely awesome. It was really good. And Carson, Pretty good. All, all of my kindergartners going into first grade actually were pretty good. So is it dad pitch or is it pitch machine or dad? Yep. No dad pitch. Dad yeah. pitch. Did you so, pull a Jeff Heinrich and see what you had left in the old arm and no, first graders? Ring I had swinging. I had two third graders that were going to fourth grade. That's the oldest you can be to play Kiwanis, and they I got to stand up and pitch to them. Okay. So I I liked it. I got I could bring a little heat, and I like. Not fifty, but you know, see if you can touch it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get your hips around, maybe you'll catch up. Yeah, no. <laughs> called Pesky down. He would have, he would have lit up some third graders for sure. We had, we had a great team. We went undefeated. It was awesome. And then, uh, so for football, we've we've I actually had a lot. I have a lot of the same kids that were on my Qantas team for our flag football. I'm coaching with Taylor Naraki. Man, we have fun. It's yeah. just fun. It. it drawn up plays in the dirt and our kids actually block. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a kid block in flag football, but we've got right. something to do. So That's fun. Carson, he loves it. He's like, so who do I go block? He's like, see the kid that makes all the tackles, all the, well, tackles, yeah. pulls all the flags, like go run in his space. And he just takes off. It's, it's kind of fun. That's cool. Sometimes before we snap the ball, but that doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> um, I mean, boy, to have two young boys, I know you, I mean, I, you and Kara were running crazy before I moved. Can only imagine what it's like now. Yeah, we see each other about 10 minutes every night. Yeah. Just, like, hey, you want to do that again tomorrow? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Going separate ways, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Some one yeah. with one, one with the other. Yeah, there, there's times we meet, you know, at Hy-Vee or <laughs> even like my work, her work, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'll take Carson, you take Hudson, and then we'll swap <laughs> yeah. depending on where we're going. So crazy. going to work. No, that's fun though. That's fun. The boys are doing well. That's good to hear. Care's doing well. Uh, Do you, are you not coaching anything? Like, are you coaching everything? Obviously not cross country. No. Yeah. Try to look at me. Do I do cross country? (laughs) I mean, run faster for longer. Right. I mean, what's the, what's the techniques? The, uh, the other thing, that I coached for the first time this year, I did car- coach Carson soccer. I promise I'd never get involved in soccer. And this year I, I did. Yeah. And we actually, we had a great time. We, we did really well. I was, I, we think we won every game and I know it doesn't matter, but it's for some reason, that's where I always go to like, we were undefeated. Like yeah. who cares? But for, I guess I do. <laughs> I, guess. Yeah, I mean, I think even though, I mean, it's still a game at the end of the day, right? You want to, I think, Especially yeah, I, you, your competitor, you know, played college football. It's just one of those things that's kind of like 
I didn't come out here to lose, even though I, I know you know what you're doing there, but right. I can only imagine it's like, yeah, we won. That's exciting. Like, yeah, and the thing, and the thing you winning, you know, as we try to teach our high school kids when we used to like, if we learn the proper techniques and learn the proper things to do, the game becomes fun and it becomes fun because you're winning. So winning right. does matter to a point, even at five, six, seven, eight years old. Correct. That means you're learning. That's right. Sometimes still, we win, sometimes we learn, right? That's right. And 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 so yeah, we've been pretty successful. It's been awesome. Carson, the first game didn't score any goals. I think he was just kind of out there running, chasing his friends, and we had a little heart to heart. And I think he scored every game after that. So <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be the hardest part about youth sports, as I've obviously heard Jeff's stories, and I know you've told me some too, but just like literally watching some of those kids just pick daisies man i yeah. just go insane not like i don't know i'm sure you can tone it down and bring it back to the level and understand that they're small children and you you're all parents as well so but at some point it's like all right we're all out here doing this right. let's right. do it you know the the thing that it, it only bothered me when i was my kid i honestly didn't care if the rest of them sat down i mean i i didn't want them to sit down i didn't want to carson it but if Carson was just over there pushing kids around or sitting on the, like, then I was like, what are we doing? Like, right. what's the point? So yeah, it didn't bother me too much unless it was my kid. Yeah. Cause I would, I don't, I mean, team guy, you know, right. Everybody has a part to play. Absolutely. Uh, doing a lot of ref in these days. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, I've done zero radio cause I've basically refed every week and then I'm actually off. I was off this week for homecoming and then, I picked up a game Saturday, so I'll go to the Cardinal game for the first time. Get to see them this year. Nice. But uh, ref and Saturday. They're looking pretty solid, huh? They're tough. You know, we told the sixth grade boys last week in practice that it's some of the best football in Southern Minnesota. And it, I, I truly believe it. I mean, Mahoney's, first of all, the ship runs from fourth grade to 12th grade. That's a culture. And right. there's a there's a reason Fairmont just keeps reloading. I mean, we we're running in sixth grade the varsity offense. Yeah, that's that's huge. You know, yeah, I don't have to tell you. You're in Phoenix. I'm sure there's kids they, you know, they first learn to walk and they're like, okay, this is a three point stance. So oh, you yeah. get out. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. that's just the difference. Like here, that you know, we especially like being here. Even though like I'm at a big school, like they don't go to Willow Canyon Middle School or Willow Canyon Elementary. Like they go to whatever elementary school they want whatever middle school they want whatever junior high they want and then when they're freshmen they choose to come to willow so like obviously like we're running my offense nine through 12 which is is fun and good and you can just really see how quick kids develop too and how fast their bodies change like there's kids we went to the freshman game last night and there's kids that at camp in July, it's like, yeah, I don't know and then they're just out there making plays and it's like oh yeah it's it's crazy but yeah, I think that's so beneficial and not that I mean, not that we weren't good in high school or would have maybe been better or worse. But and we didn't get to play tackle football till seventh grade and we played each other seventh and eighth grade right. years. We yeah. didn't go play other towns till we were in the ninth grade. So I I knew I mean, you, you know, that stuff only can benefit you. Right. Like, yeah. And as long as you keep good people around your program, like I think the biggest problem we have, especially on Wednesday nights, that's when the freshmen play that there's dads that are standing in the bleachers and they're trying to pull their guys over. Like 
Now we have six freshman coaches, so yeah, they got it right. Like yeah. they'll take care of it. Thanks so. Like, I don't know. So no, it's cool. It's exciting to see. I think it's just so crazy how I was actually talking to my grandma today. Uh, I didn't know. I you know, I text bones every week. Good luck, whatever. And I tried to read Charlie's stories. I have no idea who any of those kids are. Some of right. them, you know, like I know Dave Cohn's boy is a senior. Um, but like, I know obviously uh, Hank arts. I've known the artists yeah. for a long time, but the rest of them, I really am like, you know, yeah, in that wild last name, you know, but it's yeah. just funny. Like Fairmont, everybody talks about Fairmont. Like it's a super small town, which it in retrospect it is, but it's like, who are all these people? Where did all these right. names come from? Like, well, it's, uh, you know, I grew up in a town, played eight man football in, in Montana and it, uh, granted I'm 20 years removed from high school, but I don't know anybody. I don't even know if I know their parents anymore. And I grew up right. in a small town. It's like, once you're out of that, mode where everybody knows everybody and the people that were freshmen, maybe when you were seniors disappear, you're kind of like, I don't know who those people are. hundred percent. Even in a small town, you just, they just, if if you're not a part of it, you don't know them. It it is a weird thing about life. But then the other thing is you can be in Walmart and Phoenix and probably run into somebody, you know, through somebody, through somebody. Oh yeah. I was (laughs) When I first moved down here, that's uh, that first summer I moved down here, I was at a Starbucks uh, in Arcadia, which is a suburb in, uh, like central Phoenix Metro. And, uh, I was with Ton and Justine Gertz walked in and she's oh, like, no kidding. Yeah. She's, uh, she lives <laughs> down here, but I hadn't, you know, seen her or whatever. And she's like, I had to, she said like mentally I had to reset and figure out where I was because she walked into that Starbucks and she saw Ben Sam. She just, which it is wild when you run into people. Gosh. From See, Fairmont here, and there's so many people. Yeah, I mean, they're actually it is wild how many people from this area are in the Phoenix area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, not just like I mean, the fact that I mean Ty and I are obviously right here in the same same complex. And um, you know, you got Taylor Catava, Dakota Gilbertson, Mitch Fingston, I mean, obviously Justine, Dave Timish, who's a little bit older. I mean, the list goes on and on, and then somebody will be like, Hey, did you know so and so lives down there? And nope. Had no yeah. idea, you know, and then it's <clears throat> it's just nuts. It, it's it's hard. Somebody was asking me um, who played on that team, and it's like, gosh, you know, when they're in high school, you could name every single girl and that was on the team. It was the girls' basketball team, and I was like, I can't even remember. So, like, you say Justine Gerst, it's like she was on that team. Yeah, I didn't remember. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird how. One day, especially being in the radio, you knew them all. And then all of a sudden you just, over time, you're like, yeah, who's next? <laughs> it's just, uh, who's doing the radio then? Powerless Belk and Dan? Yeah. Yep. And I, uh, one game that Dan, can, he's doing the Maverick games for uh, MSU. State. Yeah. So uh, one game Chirp did. Oh. Chirp, Chirp and Belk. They did the Albert Lee game. That um, Yeah. Chirp. I remember we always <laughs> did our games that we would always just like. I don't know. Not, I guess mock is the correct. (laughs) Touchdown Cardinals. (laughs) There you go. You still got it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't listen to his call. I don't know if he's got a new one or if that's still it or not. I bet it's touchdown Cardinals. I had a good time. So last year when Fairmont made their state run, I got to do all the games and chirp, chirp road with us. So I got to know chirp pretty pretty good. He's, he's a good cat. He's fun to be around. Yeah, he he is there. You gotta have people like, Randy Chirpin in a um, 
in a community that cares a lot about the athletic program. Oh, for sure. The things that people like that do behind the scenes to make it just stay important for the people that it's important is, is big. Too? Is, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think of like the Fairmont sports.net uh, website that he does every once in a while. And I remember when we were in uh, Grenada, uh, like Tommy Catava and those guys found like from my sophomore, was, I think it was my senior year questionnaire, actually questionnaire of like my favorite foods who like my celebrity crush was. And we all said Megan Fox. And then these Willow boys found it down here. Like they were, oh, just, really? they were Googling, <laughs> they were Googling me. And then they found that and they just laughed. And I was like, well, you all were small children. So, right. I mean, that's the craziest thing. And Megan Fox is the size of a small child. So, yeah. But I mean, just like <laughs> when they tell me, like we, Obviously, it's September. We did a 9-11 thing. And uh, one of our, our defensive coordinator, Coach Clark, he bought us all these like 9-11 always remember shirts. And we all wore them to practice. And not one of the kids on our team was alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I understand how math works and I get it. But just in your head, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm old or if, if if it's just something I heard. Now everybody's saying it, but I've been told this time and time again in the last two years that the days are long, the years are short. And it just seems like that theme shows up all the time. It's like, golly, it's almost Halloween again already. We just yeah, turned I the know. calendar page, you know? I know. And they're like, oh, man, I got a long day tomorrow. And then all of a sudden it's like, where'd the year go? Nobody talks right. about how, you know, it, it's absolutely true. How it's October now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here comes the snow. Bring it on. You know, yeah, not yet. I, not it yet. is wild. I mean, we talk about it in football all the time. How it's week six, and uh, you know, you're so excited to get to games in that first week of July or <clears throat> middle of July when we started. July 17th was our first practice. You're just like, I can't wait to get to games. And then it's like, well, Season's half done already. So, you know, we have a 10 game, well, 11 week schedule, 10 games, and then just top 16 in the state make the playoffs here. But um, I don't want to bore all the people about about all the football at time, but I got a question. I I, tell me, tell me. So when we were doing, I played eight man. Yeah. Went to college, played 11 man. Yeah. For for a minute. And then we'd coach nine man. Yep. You and I for. I, me for five, you for 10, whatever right. it was. How is it going back to high level 11, man? Is that like a breath of fresh air? Is like having 70 guys to choose from like awesome because there were times we hit the field with 15 and had to find nine. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Don't get like, it is awesome. Uh, it's a great spot. It's an incredible opportunity. I think right now being where I've been coach where I've coached, is benefiting the Willow Canyon Wildcats more than ever. And it's really? me okay. because we've had three of our dudes tear their ACLs right. this year. And so we're down. Those three guys make us better. And we're, you know, we're one and four right now. We lost week one by a point on the last play of the game. Uh, we missed the two point last week. We went to overtime. We, they said we fumbled as our quarterback dove across the line. So there's a touchback. They just lined up, kicked the field goal game over. 
the middle, you know, we won a game by 42 points and we lost two by 50. And those teams that we played were really good. I think that's the craziest thing is like not to divert here, but I've said everybody that I thought was really good at high school football, like growing up, like that was a really good high school football player. Like guys we've coached or coached against whatever or seen play. Though I thought those guys were really good high school football players till I saw Scottsdale horizon. And we lined up against eight kids with division one offers. And right. I was like, this is unreal. Like they there's a few things you can't coach. One is speed and one is, is build. You can't, yeah. you, nobody can coach six, seven. I mean, no, that, and that just happens naturally. They so. had a six foot seven quarterback who's a junior yeah. and they have like their whole, so they ran a, like a three, two hybrid stuff, three, three, five almost. And, um, their whole front box of guys is all D one kids and they're all over six, three, six, four. And yeah. I learned a ton that game. My quarterback's five, 10, five, 11. And he's, I was like, Hey, why aren't we throwing the snags here to the tight end? He's like, coach can't see him. I was like, okay, well now I know, you know, I got to roll them out. Yeah. But anyways, it has been fun. It has, it, it has been sweet. We have a ton of guys. And that's the thing that I bring to the meeting every week where it's like, all right, I understand for everybody else, maybe this guy isn't like best case scenario for us, but I've been places where I would kill to have player XYZ. And yeah. we're not close to starting freshmen yet. So that's fun. Uh, yeah. you know, like, we're doing <laughs> yeah. just fine. You remember, I know you had Leon go, what, last week. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when he told us the first year, we never play freshmen in week two. We started two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we had to. We had to. <laughs> Everybody got hurt. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't go on. I mean, injuries are what injuries are. And it's part of the game feel bad for those two seniors who had their senior years cut short or non-existent. And, um, but it's just, it's been so much fun to be around, especially just that high level of a program. Like we have football class first hour every day, the kids do. Yep. And so they go and they wait lift Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they have game day lift Friday. And so on Thursday, we have our Thursday morning walkthrough at 6 a.m. to 8.15 for the first hour. So that's been a blast. I mean, just to see those guys. And we have a sweet strength and conditioning coach, and our facilities are awesome. And, yeah, it's just been – uh, Your pictures are always fun. It's like, man, that is – that's big-time football. It's uh, It really makes you – appreciate and respect what we do get done in the small towns. Like, like some of the, some of the teams we threw together, we like guys played above their ability because they wanted it that bad. hundred percent. So, so it really, you know, if you are a small town kid and you want it, you can't get it. Now you get to a place like where you're at. If you're a small kid, you might not get it, you know, like, and, and, on the other side, it makes you really appreciate guys like Drew Brees that makes it to the NFL being For as short sure. as your guy is. Like he couldn't see either. He just figured it out, you know. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, and they it's just cool to see how hard they work. And you know, also at the same time, like if you play football high school football in Arizona, you're probably gonna get a college offer over anybody right. else because yeah. it's saturated. We only have we have Arizona State, University of Arizona. Those are big twelve schools now. That's 
one percent of the kids here and they go right and then we have nau which is fcs and then we have two nai schools that's it that's all there is in the state of arizona to play college football and we're the fifth largest metro in america in phoenix alone not counting everybody else out of state right so it's not it's not unsurprising to see the kid i mean just knowing the people i know and the people who show up uh Crown College, uh, their defensive coordinator was down here, and he would okay. come and recruit the Jags. And he's like, "What the heck? What are you doing?" And he remember, you know, like he remembered me, and he's like, "You're down here now, like that's crazy, right?" But those guys are in Duluth, Minnesota, and they're coming down and trying to get all our guys, and they yeah. do. That all those rosters are just loaded up with Arizona kids now. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh... You know, there, what do we always say about Bettino? He'd never keep any guys here from Minnesota. They were always going elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the things you're saying are, is why, right. <laughs> you know? But, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's only so many, and that's the thing, like a place like Minnesota, you know, not again, not to bore everybody, but they're listening to the podcast for a reason. Um, those kids in Minnesota, I it, it kind of like, when it at first when I guess I was down here, it was kind of not really bothersome, but it's like, damn, you know, like none of these kids would none of these schools would even just like come by and see if we had guys, you know, right. And they're yeah. four hours away. But I've gotten to know like they know that the people down here are gonna pay the fifty five thousand dollar tuition for their kids. Right. To go Same with football. Every school in Texas and every school in Florida. Same right. story. Right. Same story. And no, I mean, we, you know, we have, that's where everybody says it's at. Like, I'm excited for this week. I mean, it's our big rival game. We're playing Valley Vista. It's the Fiesta Bowl game of the week. So the Fiesta Bowl is out there and like all their board members and stuff. And it's this huge to do. And I've just learned about this rivalry. And obviously it's new to me, right? So I'm taking it, getting into this rivalry and it's going to be nothing like anything I thought I ever was a part of, right. you know, blue is very like they're expecting, I think they've already sold 3000 tickets or something for this game on right. tomorrow night. Like, are you kidding me? That's a small college game, you know? Yep. Yep. So it's just, it's been fun. It's been a blast. I'm extremely thankful. And the nice thing is like, we're a young team and we're getting better each week, but we're a young team. And that's also nice to know, like, Hey, almost everybody's coming back next year. Yep. So especially playing five, a ball in Arizona, like as long as we can, and, and we can do everything we want. It's like, it's, that's the hardest thing is like, you know, you, we coach together, Bardo. And it's like, we would tell the guys like, Hey, as long as we're playing really good football by week eight, then we're going to be okay. Cause everybody makes playoffs in Minnesota. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here only the top 16 teams make the playoffs. Yep. That's how it was in Montana too. If you were, if you weren't on the top of your, we, we, the four C is what it was called. If you were on the top of the four C, you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's just like, we're on the edge. Like we have to win out. Like every game is a must win and we have to win out and win our region. And that's not a fun place to be, but it is fun at the same time. Like, that's the biggest difference too, is like not to, you know, throw shade at anybody we coached with, but, to be in dogfight games and have the kids fight back and just continue to fight and work and like, you know, never ever quit. Like that's, that's fun. You know, you don't have anybody giving up because you gave up the first score. No. That was mine. That was always my, I was like, 
it, we should get the ball back, right? We can score too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's just so crazy. But that's, I mean, and that's not on everybody. And I think people listening to this pod they'll understand that. But that's on us having to play kids that I'm sorry should have never played varsity football, probably anywhere. Well, and, and to to theirs and everybody that we ever had to plug in as a ninth grader, go get them. You know, I remember the year we played Mountain Lake, and it looked like it was it was Space Jam versus the Monstros. Yeah, and we were like. I'm sorry, kids, but we didn't have anything. Yeah, that was the last game my grandpa ever came to. And I always think, not that he's, you know, shaking his head, you know, looking down on me like that's the last (laughs) game. But that's all I always think of when I think of that game. That The last game my grandpa came to while he was alive was that game. And I'm like, yeah. Boy, what a show. Absolutely <laughs> rolled. I just remember, but we also we had two seniors. Like that's two seniors and both weighed 145 soaking wet. And they did they never played football. Like they yeah. just came back out. It just yep. was so, so wild to me. I don't know. Like just thinking back on all those. And I remember that time Mountain Lake scored, then they kicked off, and the Jags were like, well. Kind of like a punt. <laughs> yeah, kind of just let it roll. Yeah, well, they the got it. Get it. No, 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 no. We need that ball. <laughs> oh man, I will say. I mean, that's the craziest thing about being at a five A school is our freshman games are probably as intense, atmosphere wise, if not more intense than any varsity game we ever coached together, which is crazy yeah. to think about. Last night, the fans. So I kind of like it how they do it here. Whoever you're playing, whoever your varsity plays on Friday, your JV plays at the opposite location on Thursday and your freshmen play at the same location on Wednesday. So like we're playing Valley at home this week. So freshmen play at home, wherever we go, freshmen go JV play at the opposite essentially. And they play the same teams. And so last night, our fans got a 15 yard penalty because they all in unison <laughs> and I was, I'm not supportive of it. You're a referee. We need refs to play the game, but in unison, the freshman fans were chanting ref. You suck. Ref. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> it was just like, this is a freshman football game. These kids are 13, 14, 15 years old. And yeah. the parents and fans are chanting ref. You suck. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. We were up last week and it was my fault that their That's team my got favorite. Beat. You you told me you were telling me that. Yeah. That's always yeah, the that, that, it's like, look, buddy, you wanna just turn back because you're like, it's not my fault that your safety can't read a backside counter trap. That's not on me. You well, and that's like that. <laughs> that's the hardest thing is like <clears throat> I don't think I could never ref because of that. I would never yeah. be able to be like yeah, okay. You just got You just grin and be like, "I'll look for a coach." Yeah. They're holding on every play. You call holding, and they, you know, then all you're of a calling holding like, on every play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. A pass gets thrown in the air. One team automatically thinks it's pass interference, and one team automatically doesn't. No matter right. what. Oh yeah. Right? They could be twenty yards apart from each other. He held at the line. Sure yeah. did. Sure yeah. did. <laughs> uh, remember when we went to that Vikings Chargers game, and everybody only knew one penalty. Horse collar. Yeah, horse collar. Everything. Horse horse collar. (laughs) I don't think they're gonna call that today. But I sold I sold my Vikings tickets probably at the right time because I don't know, man. It's not looking good for them. Uh so I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on sale cousins to the Jets. Yeah, I just don't think it'll ever happen. Multitude of reasons. Um 
one, the Jets would be they're they're screwed. They came out today and was like, well, we can't sign another quarterback because we can't pay anybody. No, so yeah. um, there's that. But then what happens if you do trade for Kirk Cousins and all of a sudden the Jets just go off like a rocket and they don't lose a game the rest of the year? Then Aaron's miracle surgery does work and he comes back this year. To the what are you Vikings. Gonna do? He's yeah. got to do with Brett Favre. It's it's a wouldn't it's a that story. be some some shit? Yeah, yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> that would be absolutely insane. I, I I just I don't even know. That would be absolutely insane to me. I I couldn't think of anything else. That's I'm not, when you, I'm not with it. I guess. Uh, the Chiefs are coming to the Vikings, and I do not think I'm going to go to the game. I I I thought I would, and. Why not? Uh, you, that's the reason know. you bought those season tickets. It is. It is the reason to go watch Chiefs. And yeah, how many times they've been here twice? And, and both times I sold them. Yep. Yeah. Is I don't know. I've been to I've been to so many Vikings games. You know, it's kind of like it it loses its luster. Oh yeah, is the right for word. Sure. And you're like, okay, we get it. It's third down. Sure it's the horn. Third <laughs> down. But if you're all in on the Vikings, like that stuff's like, let's go. You know, yeah, hundred so percent. We've had like a lot the, of fun, right? Like, we've I like had going to Vikings fun. game and cheering for the Vikings. I yes. know. So going to the Vikings game and cheering for the Chiefs, I just think, yeah, my. Well, you'll probably be one of sixty-five thousand Chiefs fans that day. So yeah, that's, I'm sure. That's, well, we got all the Swifties now. Go get them. I was gonna bring that up and ask. God, I'm sick of it. I'm so over it already. As like, that's I don't so care. funny. Every time the Chiefs got a first down, we had to see Taylor Swift on TV. I was like, I don't care. Which is great. Uh, so I don't know if you've heard all the conspiracy theories. Um, so Ton, on Sunday, I was sitting here just kind of wrapping up my football stuff. And on Sunday, she goes, uh, people are thinking that the NFL hired Taylor Swift to date Travis Kelsey so they could get into another demographic. I was trying to explain to Tom, I was like, if there's any organization in the world that doesn't need to get into any demographic, it's the NFL. They've got them all covered. And then, of course, Travis Kelsey sees a spike in jersey sales by like 400% this week or something stupid, right? So now there's this new trend on TikTok, and Tom tried getting me with it, and then she just messes up because she laughs. But all these girls are going to their boyfriends like, or husbands, whatever. And they're like, I can't believe that nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was until he started dating Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Have you sure. seen those? <laughs> yeah. That's, that was, I, I that read was, something that I was like, okay. That's that was, people that don't have a clue what yeah, the NFL is, obviously. That, that's what my reaction was to Tom. I was like, yep. No one knew who he was. <laughs> he was a number one sports podcast in the world, but nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was. But now I watched a video today. I think it was on ESPN's uh, Twitter, maybe. And the guy switched the roles with his girlfriend. And he's like, can you believe Taylor Swift trying to save her career by dating the biggest name in football? And his (laughs) friend was just losing it. It was so funny. I love it. I got to tell you, I am shocked. So the staying power for a singer. I mean, think 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 about singers, like the biggest singers of the world. The Beatles, yeah, they went over decades, right? Right. Michael Jackson over decades. Yeah. But even like like think of a big guy. I don't know you. So obviously, I'm ten years older than you. You so, are. Yep. Yeah. 
Usher was huge, right? For three years. Yeah, and, but now he's Kid doing Rock, the halftime show this year. Kid Rock was big for three years. Katy right. Perry was big for three. You know, like Taylor Swift, she won't go away. I know. She's <laughs> been a, big for almost 20 years now. It's it's insane. Uh, it really is. And just how much is played into this. I know you live in a non-sports gambling uh, state. But uh, uh, five miles, five miles. That's true. That's true. Uh, Jeff and I are doing like many episodes on Fridays at back to even where we're just making picks. So we're just recording like a 15 minute thing. But the uh, drive. No, what is this? FanDuel had a stroke right there, I think. FanDuel. <laughs> Odd podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that was wild. I forgot. I forgot how my brain worked. Um <laughs> FanDuel has a a whole set of bets this week. And I know not everybody listens to this pod, so I both pods, so I don't have a problem repeating it. But instead of pop stars, it's called prop stars. And it's just for the Chiefs at the Jets game. So there's there's one that's called the friend zone bet, and it's Travis Kelsey to not score a touchdown. Then there's top of the charts, Travis Kelsey to have the most receiving yards, seeing red chiefs to win by 22, which obviously was one of the Taylor Swift songs, you know, feel 22, yeah. whatever opening act, Travis Kelsey to score first touchdown running away together. Chiefs to have over 150 yards rushing. That'll never happen. Seemingly ranch. I don't understand what that one is, but Travis Kelsey to score the last touchdown plot twist. Zach Wilson to have 300 yards passing platinum. Also never happened. Right. Platinum (laughs) performance, Travis Kelsey to score three plus touchdowns. We've seen that happen. And then X's and O's New York jets to score zero total points, but it's just crazy how the entire sports world is all of a sudden in on Taylor Swift. It's, it's honestly just insane to me. I, I know that, that I it's unbelievable that we've already talked for 50 minutes and have been all football, but I'm going to keep that going here for a second. That's you cool. know what's you know what's wild to me is how well like John Clayton used to be the guy on ESPN and yeah. you know Adam Scheffler, all those guys, <clears throat> how good they are at their jobs. If we could buy a fantasy football magazine with them writing the articles, we'd all win. Because, yeah. like you say, and all that stuff, obviously, a couple of those were like, duh, that'll never happen. But I had so many people at the start of the year telling me how good certain guys on were the Chiefs. It's like, dude, I've watched every Chiefs game literally for the past 10 years. Right. And it's like, no, what told you that? You know, and a lot of it's about Sky Moore. Sky Moore's the mech. No, Sky Moore is trash. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, it is wild how well you know your team. And I really think the reason the Chiefs have been so good, yeah, Pat Mahomes, great. He he doesn't get rattled. I agree with that. Travis Kelsey, great. But we're always like, their defense sucks. Our defense is so good. It, it is always, good. It, it always has been. Yeah. You it's know? the most underrated part of that team. It's because they never really spend big money no. on the defense. They just draft young guys. I know your favorite player, uh, Sorensen's gone now. Nah, yeah, he was he, but it was time. It was his time. It was yeah. just like Barry. It was time for Barry to go. But then they got Thornhill, 
and McDuffie is unreal. He just set like a record. The only player twice to have an 80 rating in a game. Really? In the same. Yeah. It's like, but keep me. That's fine. If we talk about Travis Kelsey and Mahomes forever, that's great. And the reason the chiefs always play well good. is because their defense is that good. Right. Right. Um, that, I guess that's my bad hot take. No, no, that's that's right. That's what the also I picked for. up Rice on my fantasy team. Ray Rice, Ray Rice. He's the rookie for the Chiefs. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Sydney Rice. No. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice Jr. Um. Oh, tell, tell me about that. You in on Colorado? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was fun to watch. But... I should I should have joined your podcast to back to even because Zach called Zach's my brother. He yeah. said, uh, "He goes, gosh, we probably better take the Buffalo Bills. No way that we're going to beat them by twenty. I was like, I think Vegas is about to make a bajillion dollars on that exact thought. That's exactly said, what they wanted I, everybody. To I do. said that creeps creeping up because there's so much money on the Buffalo hype. It's all Deion Sanders. I was like. I think we should take the Oregon Ducks probably on a special bet minus 30. <laughs> yeah. And then you watch the, I mean, it wasn't even close. No, it was, it, I, I took the over. I thought the over would hit. Cause I thought, I thought Colorado's offense was a little bit better than that. I guess I yeah. thought, well, they'll get, they'll score a couple times, you know? And I, I thought they'd be right there. I thought, and they were, they scored 42, but I was like, Oregon will probably score 50. We scored 42, yep. 35 at half. So, I mean, they were on pace to set the over under themselves. Um, but yeah, I think TCU is terrible. Um, they lost, I mean, they lost by 60 in the national championship and then they lost everybody. Yeah. So everybody on that team's gone. It's gone. They're all in the league now. Right. Same I mean, with BYU. BYU lost a ton. Right. And then and they, they were- go and play Nebraska and they were dog shit i mean oh man i was texting Corey. he went to the nebraska you know uh yeah i texted him i was like here we go we'll fake fake field goals i was like except it's against louisiana tech if you got to do trick plays to beat louisiana tech yeah tough year and i think i think they'll get better i think matt rule will do good i like him a lot but then like everybody was like really riding riding the colorado train after tcu and i get they only lost they only won one game last year there's only like three kids that are holdovers on that roster everybody yeah. else is gone they yeah, got the rid of all of them. portal is amazing absolutely it is basically jacksonville state all moved to colorado <laughs> plus every other d1 transfer i mean they got guys from bama georgia arizona state tennessee i mean they just came from everywhere and one of these like, years, I'm just I'm just hoping that that happens for the Gophers because I want to go to great college basketball Gopher games. Yeah, and they never happen. They haven't been great ever since I've been in Minnesota. No, I would love it if all of a sudden, you know what? All these recruits just said Minnesota. You just got to get a coach with a profile. I mean, that's yeah. it. That's all it is. I mean, now with NIL, you got to have some kind of good collective so the kids can make some money. But it's <clears throat> I don't know. It's wild. But no, I was not on the Colorado train. And they're 21 and a half point dogs again this week to USC, uh, who was 21 and a half point favorites down here last weekend against ASU. And then next week, they're out here. Do we look still there? No, he got fired. It's actually a guy, same age as I am. His name's Kenny Dillingham. 
He went to high school at Chaparral, just down the street here in Scottsdale. He tore his like Achilles or ACL his junior year. And then he was like, I'm going to be a coach. And then he was like, he was the OC at 23 for at Auburn. And then he got a job at like, then he was in Oregon most recently with Dan Lanny. He was the OC out there last year. And now he's the head coach. He's 32 years old. He makes four and a half million dollars a year. Insane. Insane. But no, that's it's a huge game out here next week. There, I think I don't I haven't seen the spread or anything or early spreads, but I know tickets were going for like 300 bucks a piece just because it's Colorado. And last year, Colorado and ASU, I don't I mean, I think they were given those tickets away. Yeah, last year. The ticket know? came with a hot dog. All you had to do was fill a stadium. 100%. <laughs> Same with that Colorado State game, you know. Like that had seven people probably in the stands and then 7 million people watched it yeah, this year. Yeah. I watched it, was, it every I down. I did too. 100%. <laughs> it was a great college football game. I, I love the Dion hype. I love it. Yeah. No, it's cool. I think they'll be good down the road. I think you let him keep recruiting. I just hate that everybody all of a sudden is like, you know, like almost like Dion walks on water. I mean, I don't have any hate towards Dion. I think I just have hate towards like, Nobody really cared when he was at Jackson State, and he did the same stuff. Like yeah. year one was a total flip, and then his last year there, they're undefeated. And it's like, okay, he that's what he does. Like he's gonna go, he's gonna get big time names because he's Dion. And like, yeah. why are we shocked? Like the over under win total is four and a half. And I was like, yeah, that's probably easy. Like they'll get yeah. that, but not much more. And here we are. So I, re- I like it because it reminds me so much of being a kid. Cause when he played for the Falcons and hit for the Braves, people yeah. don't remember he played both sports. That was a right. thing. You, there's zero chance you can do that these days. I mean, we can't even play back-to-back NBA games anymore. We have right. to sit one of them. <laughs> so to play two sports, not possible, but not I mean, the, the Dion hype was so fun when I was a kid. And then when he went to the Niners and then the Niners biggest rivalry was the Cowboys and he went to the Cowboys. I mean, it just followed him. And then he got prime time because he was everywhere he went. He was on, you know, it's crazy. I remember him playing for the Ravens and the, uh, and the Redskins late in his career. Like, yep. Yeah. That's just so, I mean, cause I was a little kid, but I remember Dion on the Ravens more than anything. We're in number 37. Yep. It's just like, I know it's not. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's a sweet personality. It's fun seeing their his kids play for him. His Shadour and Shiloh. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Did you happen to see the Oregon video at all from like the theatric video of the weekend? No, I I no. Okay, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, me and the internet, we we haven't been hanging out this week. I've been way too busy. <laughs> I figured you'd just read the internet every day. Like good old no, man, I used to say when you would be at work, I was like, Did you get all the internet read today? Yeah, I know. I know. finished it. All of it's finished done. It. All of it's done. <laughs> I tell Tom that all the time. I said Bart used to ask me if I read the entire internet today. So <laughs> So, so let's talk something not football. What okay. uh, you came up to Okaboji? Yeah, I did not make it down to Okaboji. I didn't go there one time this year, but we had planned to that weekend. Like, yeah. is that is that was that the big trip? Or you do anything else exciting for your summer? No, that was it. Uh, we did that, and then I came home for a week and was just essentially off at home. And then we started ball the next week. We went up into the mountains for a week, and oh, you found Dutchman's gold. 
Uh, no, wrong, different mountain. We went up to oh. um, uh, what is it? Uh, like Payson area, pass there. Um, is way cooler up there. So we, it's at the high school up there and that's like their fundraiser. So all the teams, not all of them, but a lot of the teams from the Valley go up there for a week as like the unofficial official start to their season. And they, we, we just camped out in the school. So the kids Hmm. were all in the gym and then we were, uh, we were in like these little bunkhouse things that are their classrooms, but they're like cabins and the coaches were in there. So it was cool, but yeah, that was really it. I don't know. That was go home for two weeks. That's, that's the big, big to do, you know, swing by fast and all for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. I, yeah. I got to meet Ton. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. We'll make plans that we'll, I know you guys are busy and, but it's, uh, it's, it's nice to go home. That's the first time I'd been in Fairmont since I left, though. I haven't been right. to Fairmont since I moved away. So um, well, we keep talking. We're going go to go down there one of these one of these winters, like just yeah. for a week. Yeah. Like, when between probably Christmas and, and they go back to school just to just something to do. Yeah. But we, we really didn't go. We went to our, where we have our timeshare in Montana. We went out there. In, the whole maybe. family again, everybody. Yeah, we went. Yeah, uh, my sister's family didn't come because my my niece graduated high school, so they had things to do back home. But yeah, but Zach and Dad and I went off the grid. We nice. were, yeah. That's uh, remember when we always all made fun of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, for going in the dark room. Like, I'm I'm all a big proponent of find a space where the cell phone don't work. Yeah, like. Uh, I never been a, a internet phone cell hater guy, but man, that a week off the grid in, in the mountains of Montana with just my dad and brother and you, you basically are forced to converse. Uh, right. you're forced to entertain yourself with nature, right. you know, or, or play, we played cribbage, right? We went hiking, we did things and the electronics didn't work. It was actually I highly recommend for all. Yeah. I talked to Bones a couple of weeks ago and he said, when I was texting him, he said, sorry, I was without a phone for two weeks. And I was like, actually, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was really nice. So you don't realize how much it, it, I was playing this golf game. You know me, I always find something and it's like, yeah. when you have down on it, you're like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So I was playing this golf game and we, before we went up there, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this so that when I come back, I can collect this and do that. It's like, who cares? And literally when he came back, I just uninstalled it. Yeah. I just like, it's amazing how you get tied to things. And oh, you're yeah. just like, they don't mean anything. No, they're nothing. It is crazy. That's why I like going home. Not that I, you know, totally disconnect. And obviously we're, you know, around people, but it's just nice to, kind of just put the phone in the cubby on the boat all day, you know, like yeah. one day Ton and I both just fell asleep on the boat. It was just my dad, her and I, and we were just driving around the lakes. It was you know, Tuesday or whatever, just a random day. And we both fell asleep on the boat because we were just totally relaxed. Like we had nothing. Yeah. And that's like my favorite thing of going home now is like the hustle and bustle of being in a big Metro. You get back to Martin County or Northern Iowa and it's like, Oh, you know, it's just like 
time's just slow and it, it's nice to go back. And I think of all the times where not that I felt like I didn't have time, but you know, I panicked on, Oh, I, we got to drive all the way down to Sway city. I drive to essentially to Sway city every day to go to football practice Don't right. think twice about it, you yep. know? Yep. And it's just like, <clears throat> okay, it's just crazy. So no, I, I, we enjoy it. it. It's a big part of, of, of our summer. And it's also the worst time here. So we like to get back oh, yeah. there. for like heat. Yeah. Yeah. And it was nice on like the 5th of July. I think the high was like 60 some degrees and it was like kind of cold and rainy on the 4th, you know, this year back home and God, it was so nice. That was beautiful for us. We loved it. It's crazy how your brain. So going back to just uh, being in the mountains, it's crazy how your brain doesn't realize that lines on a map aren't always straight or flat. Sure. So we, <laughs> we, we wanted to go to on a 12 mile hike. And we started at noon and no big deal. We, we were going to carry, we all had heavy packs on and we decided we were going to walk up to this lake, spend the night in a pop-up tent. And that 12 miles was a 3,500 feet climb up a mountain. Yeah. (laughs) We made it 9.8 miles in basically six hours. Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's like, okay. You really, it's, it's a humbling experience, you know, and it was just, you, just you, Zach and your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple fishing poles. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. That's a good yeah. memory that you guys will have forever. Yeah. I took, I took as many pictures as I, as I could, to, but you know, picture it's like taking a picture of a sunset. You're like, nah, it's, it's kind of like it, but yeah, you know. no, for sure. I think that stuff. I know, like I talked to Brandon, he went up to, Canada on a fishing trip and they had to take one of the, like the pond hopper planes and oh, they yeah. give them like a world phone or like a, whatever emergency phone. Yeah. Cause you have no cell service and it's like, yep. call us if you need us. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Zach looked at getting one of those. I think they were like 1200 bucks. He's like, and that's, that's honestly why we stopped. So we stopped, we went 9.8 miles up this mountain and the next day we're like, okay, we're going to go the rest of the way and we'll walk back down. Well, you walk 9.8 up, you got to walk 9.8 back. Right. So we, we do the net, the rest of it. We, that's another six miles you're heading to your day. And we basically didn't sleep a week that night. And so, you know, you, you start climbing. I said, you know, somebody turns an ankle, somebody, you know, we were, at the point of exhaustion, like one step right. was every. So I was like, somebody buckles a knee. Yeah. How are we getting them out of here? Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> so, crazy to think about? Yeah. You don't, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you, you're, they're not carrying me. I'm not carrying them. No, no way. No way. So, it, no. Yeah. It, it was, uh, I was, I, I tell, tell Zach all the time, you know, you go do those things and you, you like have all this weight of the world and this is important. This is important. This is important. And then you go find out all that stuff. Wasn't that important. But then right. when you leave, leave a place like that, wherever that may be, you, you come back and you, you have, this is what's really important. And right. this is, you know, you know, I mean, we're always trying to get rich quick. There's always some, some idea that we're going to try, whether it be stocks or uh, the list goes on and on. And it's like, you can't take it with you. No, like, why do we spend so much energy and thoughts and products? Like, just enjoy your family, 
be a good person. Right. And, and I think the biggest thing I took away, I don't know where I, this soapbox came from. Sorry about doing this. On no, podcast. it's good. This you great. said we could talk about whatever I want. That's right. <laughs> but the fact that sometimes we just care too much and we just like, just relax. Just yeah. listen, listen more, talk less and don't get worked up. Right. Like, I mean, there's times to be worked up, but boy, we get worked up a lot about nothing all the time. Yeah, about myself, some real dumb stuff for sure. Myself included. <laughs> yeah, and I think about that a lot. I was uh, I, I was watching something on the, I don't know, I'm sure it was 9-11 around the Jets and whatever, but I know it was Robert Sala, you know, and he was, he's the head coach of of the Jets now. And he was his brother worked in the Twin Towers on 9-11. And fortunately was, you know, made it out or didn't get into work or whatever the story is, but didn't wasn't really affected personally by that day. But that that made him quit his chasing that corporate ladder. And he was like, yeah. I'm gonna do something that I love, and that's coaching, and that's you know. And look at him now. He's doing obviously he's doing extremely well for him. He's a head coach of the New York Jets, but he's doing something he loves. And I think about that a lot. And that's that's why I love doing the pod, especially like you know with people like you that I truly love and have had deep conversations with. Where it's like that shit don't mean nothing, you know. No. Like I talk all the time. Like I said it yesterday, you know. Like I, I love my job. I'm fortunate for it. But like, I love coaching so much more. And if they were like, Hey, you can't coach anymore. I'd be like, all right, well, I got to find something else then. See you later. Yeah. You know, like, it's just one of those things where, it, and I just always, my grandpa always said it. And then I like to say it to people who don't know it. It's like, you know, well, I was looking for a job when I found this one. Yep. I think when you, you just, you just kind of live life and understand like, it's just a job. There's literally millions of jobs. No, and and essentially, unless it's your passion and your company, you're doing it for someone else. Hundred percent. You know, and and I I I'm very thankful for my job and the freedoms it's given me. But at the end of the day, you can't take any of it with you. Your house, your 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 car, your the things that matter most are the things you can't capture in videos or you can't put a monetary value on. You know, it's time coaching your kid it's time watching your kid that won't go make a tackle get an interception you know it's 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 going in and just seeing your kids smile because their team's doing good or going on a walk and and chasing frogs down the road it's those moments that you'll never get on a film you'll never get a monetary value for that really makes the world go round and i just I think that uh, if you can, so back to Aaron Rodgers for being in his quiet yeah. place, he kind of had a point, you know? Oh but yeah. I, I, if you can find that inner peace of like, Hey, these are the things that really matter. I think the world is uh, much like even the politicians, they want us to fight with each other. Right. They're always are in, you know me, I got all sorts of political views, but I basically, since we came down from the, I don't, I don't care. I right. I don't care. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same way. I, it's not, I think it's also just living somewhere else, right? Like that's all people talk about back home. Yeah, especially politics. south. Like in Iowa, they I think they 
they think that they do run the country by right. voting. Like, right. Which it's, I'm glad you're voting, but you don't got to tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like it's just, it, it's, it's so wild, but it, it's, it's such a good perspective on life. And I think, you know, you're, you're hundred percent right. You have memories and moments and those are what count and what all that matters. And yeah, I think, I think that's cool that you guys have your thing. Cause that's what I definitely think that we feel like that week back to, you know, Okaboji or going back home. That's like our, our two week reset, you know, we, yeah, we you got a lot of hustle and bustle and to just sit and be calm and in a place where we know people, but for the most part, nobody really knows us and we're not bothered by anything. It's so nice. And I think I will, I hope everybody has that, but yeah. And then you talk about that stuff and I mean, we can talk about it, but you know, like Ethan Wiseboro passing away. Like that's the thing that when that, that's the third kid that I've coached. I know you've coached a couple that we've coached that's passed away. And that's, that's wild to me to yeah. wrap my brain around. Like I'm 32 and I've now coached three children that have passed away. Yeah. And it you know, every time it changes my perspective for the better, because it's like, you know, E-Dub never got even to the point where he had to worry. He never had a hustle and bustle of life, but he'll never also never get that opportunity to do that. Right. So um, I think it's just those, I, it's always sad and terrible, but it always is a reset personally. And it's like put perspective and put importance on what is truly important. You know, like, I don't know. I just think of, I mean, yeah, this is the third one, Bardo. That was a Jag that we've coached that yeah, is no longer yeah. with us. That's so sad and wild to me all in the same time. Like just crazy. Yeah. It's you, you never, you know, all we are is uh, a beating heart and a breath. And one of those stops, we stop, right. you know, and 100%. So, <laughs> when we went back for my grandma's funeral, one of my aunts that isn't even on that side of the family, she goes, we got to start getting together more often instead of funerals. Cause otherwise somebody's always dead. Like let's, yeah. let's just take a minute and be together. What well, we can be together for being. So, you know, we actually have tried that with that family to, to try to have something where not a family reunion, because nobody comes to that sort of, right. know, but like, Hey, Hey, let's get together and do this. And we all just try to see each other. Cause you never guaranteed tomorrow. There's another, right. never a guarantee you'll breathe your next breath. And so as long as you can, you know, as cliche as that is live, laugh, and love. That's, that's what it, that's literally the importance of life. hundred percent. Absolutely. No, yeah. I'm with you. That's how you know, do we get that deep? How do we, we went but, from the chiefs, like kicking butt and Taylor Swift to pretty deep. That's what I love. That's why I was like, yeah, we got nothing. We'll just start talking. I knew the pod would take us those places. It usually does when we talk and get together. And now it's, uh, what else is up in, in the life of Bardo? What's next? I, I suppose. I mean, I suppose Basketball. kids. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say winter sports. Yeah. I signed up to ref basketball. I don't know if I'll do, but I signed up varsity to or I could, but I don't know if I will. I don't want to be number one enemy on the, on the, I mean, you think a uh, football ref has her. I mean, you walk into yeah. a gym and basically the guy wearing stripes is the guy, the no fun police, I think is what oh, we yeah. call them. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. No, it's tough. And there's coaches out there that coach for the ref to blow his whistle. And that's just bad coaching in my opinion, but 
Oh yeah. I, no. I get one, right? I get one opinion. No, you can have a you can have one. That's yeah. I think that's fair. it's mine. Yeah, yeah, mine is if you're coaching for the ref to make the plays for you, you're probably doing it incorrectly. Yeah, no, that's a fair take. <laughs> I would say that's a very fair assessment. You uh yeah. did you um you gonna do some umping? I did I did ump uh for like high and C squad this year, and then I did a tournament and it kind of it kind of got back. I loved it, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it again this year. It's just like one more thing, you know. Like I said, the days are long because you fill yeah. them full of stuff and all of a sudden the year disappears. I know, but it's crazy. It's I'd rather uh I'd rather be busy than idle. Idle seems like you can't 100%. figure out. You uh you thinking the days are faster now that the now that the boys are busy or the, the years are shorter? You know, I, I've ever since we became parents, I guess I've always like dreading the day you drop them off at college and have to drive away without them and you go home and they're not. And so I just, I feel that gets heavier all the time. You're like, oh gosh, it's closer, it's closer. Yeah. And then, you know, you go to good family, friends, graduation. Like I went to Gage Cipher's yeah. graduation party. And I'm like, geez, how, you know, right. when I moved to Fairmont, Gage was literally just born. Right. And I was like, hey, cool. The guy at work has a little kid. And then all of a sudden you see him grow up and he starts wrestling. And you're like, man, he's pretty good at wrestling. His dad's given everything he got to make his his dreams and childhood be the best he could be. And you, you watch him grow and Gage turned out to be a fantastic human being. You know, right. I, I realize he's 19 and has a lot of life ahead of it. But, and then you're like, where, where'd that time go? And right. so- you know, Hudson's at SJV and he's a year from going to the big school, you know, and then five years, you know, five, yeah. six years. Yeah. It's, it's so uh, crazy. It goes so fast. And, yeah. and it, it, I'm, I'll never, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, we went to training camp, I think. And well, you guys still lived in town and Hudson's like, can I hug Ben? And then he jumped out of the car and ran across <laughs> your yard. And yeah. That was, and then to see the boys this summer, dude. I mean, even that, like, it's just like, God, they're so big. So I get it. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah. and then all, you know, most of my friends are starting to have kids now. And then every time I see them, expect, you know, especially because I'm not there and see them once right. a year, it's like, holy shit, you know, where does the time go? And one thing that you've always said that you said that has always stuck with me is like, you, uh, Hudson thinks the days are always long and you think like, you know, the days and weeks are short and they go so fast and you're like, it's because a day is so much of his life in a day. Yeah. Is so little of our life now, you know, yep. and that's always stuck with me. And it's like, you yeah, know, the more days, the another more day. Days and then it's like, yeah, it just gets, it just gets to be a day. And then you're just stacking days and stacking days and, yeah. yeah. So those 24 hours don't seem so important when you've had so many of them, but like to a child, you know, they, a day is a long time. There's a lot right. to do in a day. Yeah, absolutely. Big and time. I, I, I feel Hudson is, you know, they couldn't wait for school to start school. And now that's here, I think that he's, he's kind of got that, that lots of homework. I've got band got orchestra football cross country basketball starting i gotta get my shots in for the day 
uh, somewhere I think I'm supposed to eat three meals and go a shower and, and, sleep. and be a kid. Yeah. And, and not be overwhelmed. It's like you, you're getting, you're starting to see like, he's going to grow up so fast. And I, oh, and yeah. same with Carson. There's a lot of times where I'm like, gosh, I've spent so much time thinking about what's the next right thing to do for Hudson. That it's like, I'll just figure out Carson out. Cause I've already done it. And it's like, he's a whole different human. It is wild. How one kid from the same mom and dad can be so different from the other kid. I know <laughs> it, it is. They are completely different. Yeah. No, it's funny too, though. I mean, just to, yeah. You you could tell that though from when they were little they were yeah extremely different. Hudson is going to be the smartest human of all time. I'll never forget him essentially being a baby and teaching me about the planets. Shit, I didn't know. <laughs> and then and then Carson's just a bully. He's just yeah. a tank, you know. Like yeah. they're just like like I said, hard. he's a, he's the best blocker we got on our flag football team. Yeah. Nobody blocks. Carson yeah. does. They're, they're just they're total opposite people, and it's cool. Um, but it's just, you're right. It's, it's crazy to, to see that. But that's fun. That's fun. That's, uh, it's not going to slow down ever. No, so. I, I think we get to go back to play at the target center this year. So that'll be fun. That, that is that, cool. Yeah. That'll be good for the boys, but I don't know. I'm trying to decide if I need to take So Carson, Carson's following me on the chiefs bandwagon. So of course I was on the bandwagon when the chiefs suck. So I, I'm not technically on that one, but right. So I'm trying to decide if I should take both boys to a game or if I should just grab Carson and we should head south one of these Sundays and go watch the Chiefs at home. Yeah. Probably can't now that all the Taylor Swift people are there, but that's true. Yeah. You did take, I mean, yeah, I suppose you got to take them both. There's just no way you could take one. Yeah. That'd be yeah. That's a, you know, that's, that's again, back to the thing I took Hudson and I went to monster jam, just him and I in the cities. And he still talks about it because we stayed in the top floor of a hotel and we had a whole box of cookies. And, yeah. You know, mom wasn't there to tell us don't eat any more cookies. And, you know, and, and then it's like, that was Carson's that age. I should be taking Carson to Monster Jam. I should be taking Carson to a Vikings game. I should. Right. So, but yeah, I don't want to leave Hudson out. Right. That's tough. <laughs> That's the no fun part of parenting, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I sure it's still fun, but just one of those things, I guess. What do you do? What do you um, do? Well, this was fun, Bardo. Yeah, I we could probably talk for eight hours, but. Yeah, no, I know. Nobody's going to listen. I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to wait another sixty-one episodes to do it again. You know me. Which is anytime. also so crazy for me to say out loud. I know we're episode so, sixteen. I'm going to tell you this is the God's honest truth. You know us at the old fastener up here, yeah. right? We always like over under on, yeah, over under on Ben podcast episodes. Where do you think we were? Probably twenty, if ten. I I said high teens. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thanks. I'm proud of you. I really am. I I really, uh, on one hand, super jealous. Yeah, we talked about doing this forever, and I right. would love to eventually do make my own, just kind of like you and Jeff have, and Jeff has, and you have. But gosh, you gotta have the time to do it. That's the hardest thing right now. Like it's, uh, I'm trying to do them on Thursdays now, like because we have Thursday evenings off. But at first I was like, well, 
it's like the only time I get to just like watch a football game, you know, and then yeah. I'm still doing some stuff for the game tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to do the pods on Thursday nights. And I don't know. It All I'm saying is that with my schedule, it has become a chore. Like, yeah, especially to do this one. Like, I know Jeff and I record Sunday at eight o'clock for me, 10 o'clock for him for back to even like that's set in stone. It's kind of like the end of the weekend thing. And then it's like to find another guest, though, you know, because you got to work around their time, too. It's not the easiest thing. And then two, two different, you know. I, you know, two different time zones usually. So no, it's Are been they- fun. I, I think a lot of people thought it would flop pretty hard. I, I, not that you thought it flop. I think you just, it's a, it's a real, I just, a, I, I think my rationale, I'm always, I'm always figuring with math. I figured you give it a quarter. So about, you know, yeah. a good three months and that, uh, I didn't, I didn't know if you were looking for a quick fame or if it was like the best part which is the best thing for anything that you do in your life is do it for you. Right. You don't write a book to be a bestseller. Right. It'll flop. You 100%. don't write a song to be the best song. You write a song because it's coming from you. And right. I think that's what you've done with pot. Hey, I'm doing this for me. Right. And it doesn't matter if one person listens to it or if 10,000 people listen to it. It's, it's for you. Absolutely. And I think if you can go into anything with that mindset, you're golden. hundred percent. I think, yeah, there was times where I definitely, you know, got frustrated and I thought that, Oh, you know, I wanted to capitalize, but when I was really worried about how many people were listening or like trying to hunt down sponsors, whatever, then it sucked. And it was even more of a chore and it felt like a job. Yeah. And now it's just like, Hey, this is something that I enjoy doing um, you know, it's fun for me, especially when, you know, it's fun to have, you know, like even conversations with Lee last week, I haven't had a conversation with Lee probably like that since we coached together, you know? Right. So to just really sit down, same with brew. I don't know the last time I've got to sit down and for us, this has been it. We haven't had a chance to just sit and talk for an hour. Right. And it just ha- so happens to be that I hit record, but you don't feel like that once no. you just start talking. Yeah. Now I reflect and think, man, did I say anything offensive? Yeah. You know, <laughs> are we getting canceled today? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. It, it, who knows? Yeah. It is what it is. But no, it's, yeah. Once I decide, you're 100% right. Once I just decided, hey, this is something I enjoy, this is something I like to do. I'm just going to keep yeah. doing it and whatever happens, happens. There's only going to be one Joe Rogan ever. And that's going to be Joe Rogan. So I'll let him have it. and what you don't see is the 15 people that make Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Right. Or the, the 30 people that put, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name that the big Republican guy that everybody watches. I mean, he's on the air all the time with all. The, oh, all Tucker the Carlson. Him and uh, the skinny guy. I'll think of it. I got Oh, it. Kirk. Ben Shapiro, I think. Oh, yep, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's I, got an absolute fleet of right. people. Like, all he has to do is show up and talk for a couple minutes and read a script or two, and he, he goes home. Right. And he's got 75 producers that make him amazing. And so, they track all the guests down and do all that yep, stuff. And yep, that's so. part of the fun stuff. Like, even the people that have tell, told me no, it's been fun to talk to those people. You know, um, professional athletes, musicians, 
I thought we were really close and hopefully we can, like we had a date set and then the guy bailed on me and he's like, sorry, I can't do it right now. Some stuff came up and I was like, okay, like in like, could that have helped pop the pod? Yeah, for sure. You know, but like, it is what it is, you know, maybe it would have been the worst one ever. And everybody would have been like, this podcast sucks. I have no idea. So but I appreciate everybody who cares. That's right. So (laughs) I appreciate everybody that listens and it's fun to, you know, it's fun when new people continue to reach out and they're like, Hey, I actually just started listening to your pod and I listened to this one. And it was, it was fun. And that's, that's why you continue to do it. So yeah, it's been a blast. So yeah, I beat the high teens. Now I'm pushing. Yeah. The hundreds deal and anytime you 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 want somebody to talk anything you know i'm here yeah absolutely no it's fun it's been fun and we go all over the board you know it's a good it's good adhd talk we're (laughs) talking about sports and fantasy football and then the purpose of life and now we're here now we're here yeah and and the braves are going to win the world series again so yeah probably yeah probably so they're good Gonna go, uh, gonna go live bet a Diamondbacks game this weekend. So that's fun. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you that is a we. Should, that's probably a whole other hour talk about sports betting. But man, there are vices, and then there's entertainment. Uh-huh. And the people with the vices, I'll pray for you. And there's one eight hundred bets off. But those yeah. that have entertainment, and you can bet five dollars and act like it's five million. Yeah, and all you need is the guy to strike it. Like I had the twins yesterday, minus one and a half, yeah. ten dollars, literally ten dollars here or there. Don't care. Right. And after Keuchel tried to lose it for us and put two guys on, and all of a sudden he got an out. And then, and then the next guy came in and struck him out looking. Gosh, I felt like I won the Taj Mahal. I was like, I "Where's know. my winnings?" You know, it's like, "Oh, it's nine dollars," but it's yeah. so it's so good. It's entertaining. It is, and just as sure as we're talking about it, there's six minutes left in a Thursday night football game, and I'm sweating yeah. out for three receptions on a five dollar bet. But that's what's fun. But we went to uh we went to a, a Diamondbacks game against the Padres about I don't know two months ago, and I was live betting the at bats, and you just kind of sit and you feel the game out, and that was so much fun, and I won so much money. I was just putting a dollar on each at bat, but I'm like, this is definitely going to be a walk. Like you can just kind of feel the game. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy like, can't see the plate anymore. Right. Yeah. And it's like, all right, here's here comes a here comes a strike, or this will be an extra base hit. And it was an absolute bat blast. So Ton's dad's coming to town, and we're going to the game on uh, Saturday night. So I put in an extra twenty five bucks on FanDuel, so I can a dollar almost every at bat. Whoop! Did you twenty five dollars? We did, we did uh, Boveda at the Vikings game. Gosh, this is probably six years ago. You and ago. Zach. Yes. And so we were sitting there at timeout and Boveda was asking, what will the next play be? Rush, pass, or there was like incompletion or something. There's the four options. Turnover. Turnover is the last one. And you've seen them line up in their eye formation before the bet close. And so you're like, rush, boom. Yeah. And sure enough, down the pipe it came. And you're like, yes, this is the easiest money you ever made. And then, yeah. but it always had to be on a commercial timeout and they had to line up in, in formations. Sure. It's, yeah. It's just fun. 
No, it's it fun. is fun. Sports gambling is fun. So, uh, by the way, Dave Montgomery got another touchdown goal. Yeah, that's three tonight. So yeah, good, I was I'm glad like, I played him. Glad I played him. <laughs> that's the thing that I love slash hate about sports gambling is that that seems like such an easy bet. Like, why wouldn't you take David Montgomery three touchdowns? You know, right. but nobody did that nope. plus sixty seven hundred. So now Zach's fun. favorite bet. Zach's favorite bet is no overtime hockey parlays. Those hit all the time. We're going to yeah, <laughs> people do that. That's a big one. Yeah. You got one of the best in the league down there in Keller. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. This is the first time I think in my life I've said I'm excited for hockey. Yeah, it's going to, it's fun. We went to a couple games last year. They play at ASU's uh, stadium right now because they can't find a home until they eventually move. Uh, but uh, it seats like 5,000 people, maybe. So we went right. to a wild game with some family that was down here. And then we went to a Rangers game. There's a ton of New York assholes down here. Ugh. But they were so much fun. It was literally going to a professional hockey game inside a high school arena. And we sat row two both times at different spots of the arena. It was a blast, dude. It's, it's, uh, it's going to an NHL game where MSU plays. That's exactly what it is. That would be unreal. Yes, it was. It's so wild. And it's like, these are actual, these are professional athletes. And with the wild game, there was like seven fights. It was, it was so much fun. It was a blast. It was when we went to the wild game this last year, I had Erickson Eck to score one and a half points. And then something with Gustafson. And so it went into a shootout. And they won because he blocked the last. And it was like euphoria. It was yeah. unreal. I was like, I'll never stop watching hockey ever again. Is that when you guys did your super sports weekend? Yeah, super sports weekend. We hit the Wild, the Timberwolves, and the Vikings. Boom, boom, boom. That's cool. And Is we did a single ticket before 30 minutes before the game started. Anyway, listen to Ben's pod an hour and 30 minutes in. Here's the secret to all sports. Go to the game. Pull yep. up Tickmaster. Pull up SeatGeek. And pull up. There's one more. Uh, game time is one I've been using now out here. But okay, so maybe there's a fourth to the game now. But yeah, pull them up. Just keep flopping through them. We sat row four for the Wild for fifty bucks a piece. We sat row eleven for the Timberwolves for fifty bucks a seat, and we sat row nine for the Vikings for eighty dollars a piece. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It's the secret. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with them. 100%. But you gotta be you've gotta be good enough to sit there until 30 minutes before the drop of the puck, the kickoff, or yeah. tip. Yeah. You gotta be you gotta be able to be like, we're gonna miss it. Yeah, there's a lot of emotions that go through, and you're just like, yeah. no, we're good. Yeah. Cause you're gonna get in for cheap because somebody's gonna four hundred dollar seats drop like a rock when they're yeah. not gonna sell. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. Take anything back, right? Yep. It's good stuff. Well, Bardo, appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Anytime. Love it. I yeah. love it. I'd love to do a, a YouTube uh, channel where we start doing some coaching stuff sometimes. So that'd be fun. That'd be I'm going to see that. if I can't get that running once the off season hits. So I'll let you know. Deal. All in. I'm all in. If I can uh, teach a bunch of 12 year olds how to read a guard from the linebacker position and find you some athletes come their freshman year. Let's cool. do it. Let's do it. I love it. That'd be fun. I uh, love you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, love you. Uh, you appreciate everybody for listening. Please continue to like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. Because, uh, you know-